Welcome to Wednesday Comics. Brought to you by RootsOfTheSwampThing.com and Supercon 2018, Return of the Con. Keep turning those pages. Welcome to Wednesday Comics. To my right, Nimrod himself. Alex, how you doing? Hello, everybody. And across from me, Cardinal himself. Garrett, how you doing? Poof. And I am Charles Xavier once again. That never changed. Damn it. That never changed. Who knows? He may actually say poof. I am always Charles. My name is Marvin. Maybe he says poof. But then his sound effect is bam. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a myrtleizing robot, and you got red nightcrawler who poofs. I'm future Xavier with that fucking helmet, and I will kill you. Brave bitch. We'll, we learned this issue. Shit changed. Uh, we'll talk about more of that later. Uh, it's Wednesday Comics podcast for the week of 8-14-2019. Uh, we're going to review some comics that came out that day, talk about something up front here and at the end. A little game where these two have to decide whether or not they... Uh, like each other or want to kill each other. Um, we'll I'll see. tell you right now, I want to kill him. Oh, that's all right. I was actually going to I mean, say we're going to be friends. But you okay. have to work, work together or die alone. Live together, die alone. Where's that from? Die Hard? <laughs> no, it's from Lost. Oh. Live together, die alone. Uh, first up, I uh, wanted to talk about some things there. So, first, uh, Disney is uh, reportedly unimpre- unimpressed by the New Mutants movie that Fox made two years ago. And they were going to reshoot, and they didn't reshot because they didn't have enough money. And so that shit's been sitting on a shelf for two years. I did see, though, that Disney did give them a small budget to do some reshoots, but not, like, a total... Because, obviously, it's not going to theaters. No. It, there's, so that's what I was going to talk about. Very recently, I think, actually, since the last time we talked about Disney Plus in the show, uh, Disney, since they own Disney and Fox, bought out a majority of Hulu. Mm-hmm. And so they're going to use Hulu for their mature stuff and then use the Disney Streaming Plus service for things that are family friendly. So um, a lot of people think, yeah, they're going to use the Hulu for their like whenever they because they can't make Daredevil for two years. I think uh, that was their deal with Netflix that they wouldn't try to do anything with it for two years after it got canceled. Um, and so people like think that, that movie's going to go there. New Mutants. And anytime they make a new series that. Like a that may be too mature for the Disney one. It'll go over to there. Okay. Uh, and they actually did announce uh, a bundle deal, and that's what I wanted to. Look now I have here. a question about this bundle yeah, deal. Go ahead. You know, you're about to announce it. Yeah. Does that mean because on Disney Plus, I'm assuming there's no ads? Uh, I don't think that's ever been announced, but I assume there's no ads. And then, if you buy the Hulu Disney combo, are you still going to get ads on Hulu? Yes, it's the ad version of Hulu. So how do you get the Disney with Hulu without ad version? You have to buy Hulu separate then. The fuck? They said only the Disney, the only the ad version can be involved in this. Um. So for the price of where is it? I just saw it. Twelve ninety nine. Um. Here you go. Nope, that's not it. Disney to bundle services. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twelve ninety nine. Yeah, you're right. Hulu. Disney Plus and ESPN Plus. Twelve ninety nine a month. November twelfth. It's not bad. It's not a bad deal. Mm-mm. I mean, you gotta watch some ads. But uh have you only guys, for the mature stuff though. Only for the mature stuff. They do we have runaways on there. Have you guys watch runaways? Uh uh-uh. uh. It's great. Hmm. 
I haven't never, never watched season two. But Hashtag guest great. host one has watched all of Runaways. It's good. It's good. Hmm. Um, also, what uh, Cloak and Dagger they have on Freeform. Mm-hmm. So that plays on Hulu too, I believe. Like yeah. Freeform stuff's on there. So you can watch that. And But if the new mutants, let's, let me ask you a question. Do you have Hulu? Action yes. Tools? Do you have Hulu? No. New mutants. Is that enough to get Hulu? <laughs> no. <laughs> I am curious to see how this fucking movie is. I do want to watch it. It's a but nice I just, concept. I just think it's going to be shit. It's a nice concept to take X-Men and be like, let's make a horror movie out of X-Men. Yeah. And then I heard that the reshoots were because they were like, make it less horror-like. Hmm. They wanted to make it more of like a superhero movie. And but then they never shot those reshoots. But now it's under Disney, and Disney, you, like you said, give them a little bit of money, a little bit to fix it up, a little to bit to fix it up. So I don't know what that means. So I don't know why you wouldn't just save that money and go put it towards the MCU X Men. Because I assume they still had to pay out all the actors. I assume they got paid already. From Fox. You think they got paid ahead yeah. of time? I think it's just something to put out, make a little bit of money. They're not going to lose anything. It's mm-hmm. paid for already. All right. Get a little bit of money. Put on Hulu. Someday go watch it. Get some dumb shits go what by. If it, what us? if they put uh, New Mutants and under it, it opens up this banner and says Legends, <laughs> like you know, like they did with Star Wars. Anything that was not continuity anymore. Say this is just AU alternate universe. I don't. I don't know if I'd be interested. In that. I mean, I assume all the uh, MCU things would be on the seven ninety nine Disney mm-hmm. stuff, right? Yeah. Yes, it is. See, for me, I, I don't think I need the bundle. Yeah, the Hulu would be fine. Well, you can always upgrade to it too. That's like it always. Hulu, yeah. uh, the Disney is seven bucks, right? Or eight? Seven ninety nine. Seven ninety nine. Or no, six ninety nine. I think it's seven bucks. Okay. Yeah. So for five dollars more, you can get two more things. The ESPN Plus. I don't know what I would watch on it. I mean, as long as like you watch the Jags, I suppose that's all I care about. I don't know what else is going to be on there. Well, yeah, basically football games that you can't see in your region or other weird sports. Mm. Tennis. Yeah, if you want golf. Plus, All things that I see on regular TV. Actually, ESPN, I think it's ESPN, uh, plays some, uh, a lot of soccer when the World Cup, and I think the World Cup is mm-hmm. next year. How can I have to get it? I just want to watch for bowling. I Does might that get give it. you uh, access to the Ocho? Mm. All that weird shit? Yeah, maybe. Ping pong? Yeah. Dodgeball? Yeah. Ooh, that was sweet. I might uh, actually do it just because, like, if I, right now I have Hulu, the non-ad version, mm-hmm. which is 12 bucks on its own, I think, I believe. I don't know how much I pay for it. Uh, it's but it is like above ten. It's more than Netflix. Um, so I don't know. Would I go to that to get the bundle? I think I might, because it'd be cheaper. Because I'm going to get Disney anyways. Yeah, I might as well and just deal with the ads. Oh, no, right now, right now you have ad free Hulu. Yeah, I do. Okay, I can't because when you. Want I would to- rather do ad free and then just get Disney on. Yeah, I think on I'm. Top I think I'm going to do that. And you know what? Because then I don't, like, I don't need what, the four Plus. bucks yeah. that you're losing out on. For no ads. Wipe my ass with four bucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also wanted to talk about another movie, uh, Birds of Prey, mm-hmm. and the uh, Emancipation of Harley Quinn, right? What's it called? The Emancipation of One Harley Quinn, I believe. Let's, let me see here. Uh, Birds of Prey and the fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Uh, they announced that he's been with the movie since the beginning, but... So they've been doing uh, test screenings, as they do with any movie. Um, and everybody that's watched it has liked it, but they feel like the action scenes, uh, there's not enough of them, and they feel like they're a little too short, I believe, is what I heard. Hmm. And so the so the person that they had that was in charge of the fight choreography and stunts um, is the guy who made the John Wick movies. 
And so they gave him a little bit more money to go back and reshoot some action scenes. So that's what they're doing right now. Oh, nice. And so I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Can have some nice action in it. That's nice because, like, I wonder why there wasn't that many action scenes for a movie that's heavily, you would assume, based on that group of vigilantes. Like, I believe doing that there things. was action scenes, but they thought they could do more <laughs> with it. Mm. That was like the comment they kept getting. So they said, hey, here's some money. Go do it. Yeah. So it makes me want to see, I would want them to see the original short fight scenes and then to see how either ridiculous they made it be after they reshot it or how much they improved it by going, oh, we could have drug this fight out a little longer. Because that's the yeah. only thing when I hear a short fight scene, that just means that someone's good at fighting. Who do we got in this? Harley Quinn, Black Canary, Huntress, Cassandra Kane, Renee Montoya. Victor Zaz in Black Mask. Nice. Hmm. Ewan McGregor's Black Mask. Man, speaking of Disney Plus. Oh, yeah. Coming He's going to be Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan. What do you think about that, Alex? Which one? Star Wars or Birds Ewan of McGregor. Prey? Uh, Star Wars. Well, who gives a shit? <laughs> uh, uh, new listeners that can go back and listen to Alex uh, rip on Star Wars. I think the episode's even called Star Wars Sucks or like that. <laughs> so for the most part, when anyone talks Star Wars, I really just kind of keep my mouth shut because I have nothing beneficial to say. Uh, but right there, you forced my hand. Alex, what do you think? Give Who gives a shit? I think it, then Disney this year uh, has like six movies that pass billion dollars, and they still have two big movies left, uh, Frozen 2, which is going to make a million dollars, yeah. mm-hmm. and Star Wars. Yeah. Is that number nine? Yeah. Is it number nine? The last... Yeah. No, that was the last one. Rise of the Skywalker. Rise of the Skywalker. Are you going to go see that with us? No. Yeah, Alex. No. It's Alex. the end of the Skywalker I didn't even, saga. I didn't even go to see the last one with you. Have you don't. seen The Last Jedi? Yeah, I did. I would skip I it. I it. Thank you. Let's go see the Skywalker. No. It's Christmas. Be the bro's Christmas time. Yeah. That's true. We, you we know what? Bundle uh, fine. up together. Fine. You, deal. I'll buy you some fucking candy as you. Deal. Boom. <laughs> right? That's all I need. Soon just I just need to know that there's going to be milk duds in my hand when be, I'm watching. It could be a $15 oh, yeah, ticket, you look, but like, fuck yeah, give me that two, that $6 candy box. You like that that's, how, that's how you extort your friends to make you go to a movie. I'll still buy my ticket to go see the movie, but I haven't had to buy candy for myself in a while. <laughs> milk not, dud sucks. Dude. I love milk duds. How, how can bad. you deal with the, the, the... It's not soft. It's not hard. It's like this weird middle ground that's, of shit. That's how it's I like do a it. goo. That's, that's how I do it. Ooze. Ivan Ooze. Speaking of a middle ground, <laughs> Powers of X number three. This is uh, Jonathan Hickman, R.B. Silva. Uh, the second issue. So oh, I said three. Excuse me. Uh, the second issue, Power of X. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fourth issue in the uh, Jonathan Hickman uh, X-Men saga that is just starting with these two miniseries and will eventually get to X-Men. I think that's the thing we keep forgetting. These are just set up, both these series. And eventually yeah. X-Men is going to be the main thing. So uh, we're just at the beginning, boys. And what do you think about this? It is crazy. Like, it's it's unlike something that anyone has ever done with a comic, let alone an X-Men comic. Um, I would say the last four years, four or five years, X-Men's kind of been going down the shitter because there was never, like, a godfather to say, hey, this is what we're doing with X-Men. They're like, but what if we have... 15 books they all do 15 different things and we have people from each book in different books like i feel like uh uh it has been done before but in a different kind of way like chris claremont was more of like the drama overarching stories Mm -hmm. stuff like that where this is more like uh suspenseful questioning of what's going on it's very suspenseful and like 
very there's a lot of uh decrypting exactly what's going on and trying to place what's going on and i think it, it works well in this kind of environment especially with so many characters and so right. many timelines the possibilities and so many powers it works well i think alex i wanted to ask you a question about this issue yeah had a couple pages talking about ai and how we go from machine to um hive to hive yeah. to uh, all these things planets yeah yeah yeah. and the very last one i believe was to nimbus uh, no. no. Uh, what was it called? Nimbus was the one where it infected the planet. Oh, yeah. uh, Phalanx. Uh, I just wanted Phalanx, to know, what do you think right. about those two pages? It seemed like a nice Alex setup. Like It made you know, uh, it I, explained the machine war. It was one of those things where I'm reading going, okay, one, this does feel like an Alex thing. It tells me everything I need to know. Uh, I don't remember most of what I read, but at least I know there was science behind it. I understand everything was made from something else. There's Things can't exist with other things or... If it exists, was it that te- the tech dram, the tech dram? Mm-hmm. I think so. I don't remember how to correctly say the word, but they can't see other versions of them. They only see themselves, so they think they're the only one in that galaxy, in that world, or in that location. Um, it's interesting. There's, and that's the thing that I got to give credit to Jonathan Hickman. Um, how much time he spends either making up shit that sounds real, or actually doing his homework kind of like what uh rucka does for a book or weapons or arcs what techno arcs yeah that's them it's fun i mean this is one of those books that um if i wasn't so concerned with missing out on something and i and i didn't want to get a new feeling for the x-men i think that's part of what's throwing me off is that i'm not used to seeing an x-men book be confusing and it's not that i'm confused it's, but just, it's just a the, lot of stuff going you on. you only have a piece of the puzzle yeah yeah i mean just like you guys are saying i think i think what creeps me out the most about this book is how grand of scope it is and nimrod is terrifying to me mm-hmm. it's this ai that he not only is an artificial intelligence he gets enjoyment from breaking down others for information and when i mean breaking down it it could be killing you murdering you putting you in a vat Mm. and stealing data out of your cells decomposing body so that's just kind of terrifying you know and it's kind of cool because you know it's i'm not saying that it is a metaphor for our day and age where technology is slowly taking over everything um but it is kind of crazy to think how society evolves how uh, technology evolves, that technology can take over. It kind of feels like Terminator a little bit. Kind of. Uh, we learned the old man is Apocalypse, and they were like, uh, two people dying for this, and he was like, give me your eyes, children. For this, I would have sacrificed all of you. It means that much. But they were talking about, later on, they talk about how now that they have the uh, information, they can uh, storm and get what they've been wanting. We didn't learn what that was, but uh, Wolverine talks about how it's a suicide mission. By the way, we, we talked about this uh, earlier, but like the stockiness of Wolverine. Mm-hmm. And he's short again. Yeah. He's nice. nice and- I like R.B. Silva's art, I think, great in this issue. Yeah. There's that one panel when Cyclops is looking at Xavier and Magneto. You can see the reflection in his visor yeah. when he said, uh, which actually was from the, the, cipher, the cipher from the last issue was... Uh, consider it done or something like that, yep. and that's what that he said. Uh, well, does, it need, does it need doing? Yeah, it needs to be finished. Then it'll be done. Yeah, that's what it is. 
And uh, I think I fucking love Cyclops. And I'm glad that he's back, and I'm glad that he's it's nice that they the main part of the story. It's nice that Jonathan Hickman doesn't write him, and no offense to anybody who may have liked the Cyclops. He's not a whiny bitch. Yeah. He actually feels like he is the leader of the X-Men, or at least the leader of the team that would go to do something. Yeah, he's he like doesn't the, back away he's from... He's like the Captain America of me. Yeah. Like, he doesn't back away from the threat, because when he goes up to Reed Richards in, was it House? House yes, number one? the first one. And he goes, well, I'll take Sabretooth from you. He goes, no, we'll, we'll keep him. Okay, you guys do what you want. We're not going to start a fight over this. We'll talk about it this just, later, yeah. But it's, yeah, it's just it's, it's one of those things that it's nice to see this character be strong. Same with um, Wolverine when he talks about. Um, I wish I had brains so I understood what we're talking about. He's he's literally the muscle. Yeah, and he doesn't need to know the the finicky little things. But also he but he, he wants to. He's understand. smart in the way that he knows. Like that's a suicide mission. He yeah. said that he goes. We need a certain amount of people to go in and get out. Where he he goes. We're not gonna make it out. Like nobody's ever gonna come out of that. I think it's crazy to me that Wolverine is still working with mutants a hundred years into the future. He's got his old costume too. Yeah. He's got his old costume. He's like still like, you know, like when you read like old man Logan or other things like that, it's like him being like, well, I kind of want to do my own thing, but he's like to still be motivated and to then be with he, the mutants. He says the suicide mission Zorn said, I've never been excited for anything more in my life. <laughs> so I guess we might see that. Maybe that's why X three, a power of X three is back to back. Maybe we'll see that. Yeah. Yeah, that's why it's coming out next. Uh, how did you guys like? I think my favorite scene in this whole book was when Charles and Magneto had yes, that conversation at the beginning. You see the different futures of uh, Magneto where he dies. Mm-hmm. Or that Moira least, shows him. Yeah, that shows him. He she said he goes. These are all futures, and you know all this. And he goes, yeah. And so they both shake hands, being like, they finally realize. He goes, Xavier's like, he's like, well, we can't do it my way. We can't do it your way. There's a different way we're gonna do this. And McNino says, well, I'm going to test you at every single point in which I think you might be weak. He goes, I wouldn't expect anything else from you. And when you falter, I will stop you. Yeah. So it it was was nice that these guys had this agreement of going, um, we're going to check and balance each other. If you are faltering, if you are going to fail, I will will step on you Mm -hmm. and we will finish this. I do like their relationship so far in the series. Those two. Right. Uh, but that panel was the, that uh, features of uh, Macanino was pretty great just to look at and be like, what the fuck's going on? Mm-hmm. That, that one with Nick Fury where he has him in like a vat and he's wearing the mask, kind of almost like uh, from Empire when Luke's in that thing right. getting healed. I was just like, what is that? Like, are we Maybe he was that? frozen or something. We'll see. I mean, Gotta figure I know, out some way how he's in the future. If I know Hickman, doesn't drop a hint unless it comes back. So right. we'll see. I'd give this issue a 10. I loved it. I didn't like, yes, obviously. Hickman's books can can be considered confusing, but I think that we're starting to get used to what's going on. That it's actually not that bad. Here's what here's what I consider Hickman his storytelling like. Uh, and in trade, no, he's going to be confused because they'll get the part where it makes sense later. But when somebody tells you a story, and there's one part they tell you, and you think being like, why are they bring this up? It doesn't make sense. And then by the time they get to the end, you go, oh, I see. And then it all makes sense together. That's what Hickman is. It's not confusing. Yeah. It's just that when you read it in issues, you get a little bit at a time. When you read it all together, it's fine. Right. Uh, unlike some people like Graham Morrison, where I had to be on some fucking acid to figure it out. But uh, yeah, I'll give it a 10 to. 10 to. No, 10. I would. Hey, you know what? You know no, what no, I'm, not, I'm not caving. I'm just trying to, like, usually when we talk about nice and I'm art. not sure. Cyclops is great. Wolverine's great. Magneto, Xavier, all Nimrod, Apocalypse. You know, the weird thing for me is Nimrod is a murdering psychopath in year 100. And then he gets demolished into this tiny little robot who's just kind of a helper. Um, I, I want him to be a murderer still. Anyway, I would agree. This is a, a 
I would give this a nice ten. little this is good info. This is great. Uh, I'm excited to see. This is uh, number two, and the other one's number two. So we have four issues. Uh, both of them are six issues, right? Right. So uh, we're about a third way through. So and next week we get another Powers of X, another Powers, and then later on towards the end we get two houses back to back. And like I said, this is all set up for X Men. Let's not mm-hmm. forget that. Uncan- is it Uncanny or is it X Men? I think it's just X Men. Just X Men. Um. So whatever that main series turns out to be, this is just the beginning. So right. Alex, what else we get? Sorry, I'm looking up this name. <clears throat> Nimrod? No. Catwoman number 14. Ram you? Ram V? V, v Ram is the writer. Artist is Mirka Andolfo, which is the artist from uh, Unnatural mm-hmm. that I was reading or that I'm getting. And the cover is, of course, Joel Jones. Hey, that makes sense that it's that guy because I thought this was the most sexualized Catwoman I've seen in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's not a couple of shots where I'm just like, uh, not to be crude. Uh, but there's a couple shots where I was like, I didn't realize that she had that big of breasts. <laughs> and like it's, I don't know, it's it's kind of that's kind of weird. The art was a little weird for me in that sense. Uh, but the thing I was I was thought I was alluding to uh, prior to us recording, I said there's something that happened that I thought I was like, what? The? Like I I don't know if I've ever seen that in a comic, at least a mainstream superhero comic. She gets punched in the stomach. No, excuse me. She gets shot with a sound wave, and she throws up, and they actually show like her throwing up. And it's like brownish kind of goo. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't know if that threw me out, that took me out of the book for a second because I was like, have you ever seen any superhero throw up? Probably not. So. I don't think so. I mean, in other comics, I've seen people throw up, but not in like a. I feel like DC I just read book. on where I saw puke in the book. But usually it's like they turn. As it's usually like, hidden you from your view. You don't actually see it. Like this one, you saw chunks and everything. <laughs> this one, you saw chunks and everything. And it was like the pea soup. And this is the one that she didn't draw, right? Yes. It was, this is the uh, one she didn't write. She didn't write or draw this one. Ram B. And I don't know how much this was going to be. I, I don't know if she had to step away from the issue. And actually, I did enjoy let this look issue. At the, what's this issue number? 14. Oh, let me look at the next one. Uh, so who is she? She gets hired by this lady. Rain. That's her name. Oh, that's right. Her name was Rain. She goes, what? Yeah, my name is Rain. <laughs> and anyway, gets hired by the uh, Rain to go get this file that her ex-husband had that she had put he did what does he do all the money for all the gangs and all the people all the bad guys all the crime families uh he does all the money laundering and so she wants to go have this uh this list brought back have this file brought over and she can keep all the money she wants i don't need any of the money just just enough place to you know get my own island and blah she blah wants blah, to go blah, to blah spain spain that's right and has a little condo she said there's also information there. You'll be the most powerful person in town. And, of course, uh, we're getting back to Catwoman being the kingpin. Did somebody shoots her right in the gut? The gutter did it graze. I thought it grazed her side. Because she seemed fine she, after she came out of the water. Because then she fell into the water, <laughs> gets picked up by a gentleman ghost who I don't know who that is. Uh, some, I, mean, some, I, thought it, I thought it was the gray ghost or silver ghost or whatever his name is from Batman. Uh, no, it was gentleman ghost. It was a gentleman ghost. Yeah. This was fine. Which I, here's the thing I find weird about their conversation together. When he's like, he tells her, "Hey, there's a hit out for you, and people are gonna want to kill you." And he's like, "Don't worry, I don't kill. Like I'm not gonna be a murderer." And then he goes, "But I am here to rob you and take that file off of you." And he goes, "Don't think of anything uh, too fast." If he goes, "If you lie to me, I'll kill you." And I was just like, "You just fucking said you were a murderer. <laughs> you weren't gonna kill me." <laughs> but I guess he meant to say he doesn't murder for hire. 
but he'll murder you if he, to get what he cross wants. him. So I don't know. Um, it was very weird. I mean, I did not like it, but I also was like, it's kind of, I don't know. It seemed it like didn't a, feel it, like it, we've been doing it for a while. It felt like a left turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we were going straight towards the story. Like we were building you, up. Not to be crude. And last issue, she'd gotten stabbed in the side by a monster. She's getting fucked up. Monster kid. Stabbed, and shot. Now she's got shot. She almost drowned. Side. Actually, I did enjoy the right. I didn't enjoy the writing. I just remember when she was drowning both times, I didn't like all that narration. Yeah. Uh, oh, I didn't want to drown. Oh, I can taste the copper in my mouth. It's not even about... Uh, what did she say? It's not even about uh, dying. It's about suffocating. I don't know what the fuck that <laughs> was. the same thing, but okay. <clears throat> and writing wasn't very good. The art was actually pretty decent, but like you said, it was... Weird. It was um, like, it sorry, was, not to be crude. It was a little more over-sexualized. Very than, over-sexualized. Which, and mean, some people... Uh, there was one panel where her necklace kind of weird. She's like turning it kind of weird. I just looked uh, the same creative team on the next issue, but the issue after that, it's Joel Jones writing and drawing. So I, maybe that's why she's taking a break. She's drawing it. Too. Which is, I mean, I, I, if, if this little arc is is self sufficient, actually has something fine, to I'll share, that's it. fine. I don't want to get rid of this book because I am enjoying it, and I know eventually we will get back into uh, Batman and her. I'm just saying, when you draw Catwoman like that, she can't fly around with uh, those kind of goods. Uh, Not who, to be crude. Who's she fighting when she <laughs> whips the guy? He goes, "Oh, you're gonna stop me with that whip," and then so she whips oh, him. Oh, um, shit! That guy who was in. Uh, Batman, um, nobody. Oh, that's right. That's right. Really? Yeah, yeah he's nobody's in this book. He's in this book for. He's the one who shoots her, right? That's right. How's hey, he in this book? And that's the one who gives her the Sonic yeah. rate. He gets hired to stop her. Yeah, it's a killer. And it. Oh, apparently this book. One. He's the one who makes her throw up. Chunks. Makes her throw up, and he can't speak English very well, which makes me think it's a robot. Okay. Because he he can't say things that he should be able to say. He mixes uh, what, up. What book did we see him before in? Um, he's been in Batman before. Yeah. He's in Batman and Robin. Yeah. Originally in New 52 that I had seen. Yep. And then he shows up again. Isn't it Ducard is his name? No. Henry. It's Ducard. Huh? No. That's okay. Anyway, this That's is it. fine. It I give it a seven. Six. Seven. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. Hmm. The threw up, actually. Uh, I did enjoy the threw up. Bumped it up. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I didn't think it was, uh, maybe because he's a, a French guy. He's like, yeah, people fucking throw up. And made DC song I was like, well, I guess. <laughs> sure, okay. They're like, usually we don't show that shit, but all right. Um, yeah, so Joe Jones back in two issues. Sweet. Uh, next, we got Go Go Power Rangers number 22, written by Ryan Parrott and Cena Grace, with art by Francesco Mortarino. Um, I would say that Power Rangers, both books, are kind of doing similar to Powers of X in a very loose fashion. So did you you read this right? Correct. <laughs> yes, Making I read sure. this. Yes, I read this book. Um, so this is part of the necessary evil arc that's taking place this year. Um, well, we know in Mighty Morphin this book. Well, sorry, let me rewind. So this book takes place a year before Mighty right. Morphin, correct? And this is when it's it's only the five. So Tommy's gone off because he lost his Dragon Zord power. So it's Jason, Trini, Kimberly. Billy and Zach. And Billy. Zach. Um, so they are trying to figure out whether or not they want to have Tommy on the team because, yes, they freed Tommy from Rita's control, but does that necessarily mean that Tommy has a rightful place on this Power Rangers team? Billy's like, well, he has a dope Dragon Zord, so we kind of need that. It's weird that Billy would be like, he's dope, bro. Yeah. Of course, let him be on the team. Um, what I did like, though, is one of the 
morphine grid. I call them a wraith. Um, or what are what? they called? The, the morphine the, oh, grid. The Trinity. Yeah, one of the Trinity um, shows up to Jason and is saying, hey, we need you for something. And brings up the fact that they had wiped Jason and all the other Power Rangers' minds to fix the timelines from Shattered Grid. And Jason's like, what? And the Trinity guy's like, ah, oh, fuck, I can't do this right now. I gotta, show, so, I gotta show you again. And so he erases Jason's memories. Wait, um, he erases? I thought he was showing him uh-uh. what he had seen. No, he said he can't. He's like, I can't deal with linear thinking right now. So he just... He fuck just you, like, Jason. He's just like, yeah, he touches him on the forehead and is like, whatever, I'll be back. Um, so well we don't know that yet yeah um and so basically zed uh gets a monster to come fight it's trini's bunny well, it's we- turned into a, a war bunny war bunny so the weird thing that with zed is that it used to be when rita w- would have finster make monsters it was made out of clay and zed talks to finster going you know your pieces of garbage are just made of clay mine takes something that the power rangers hold dear and I turn it evil, and then it becomes a weakness, and blah, 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 blah. And you're like, yeah. Okay, Zed, you sound like a moron. I know, but they got to explain why Finster's just not really not in the show anymore. But, he's make, but he makes the putties, at least. Like, yeah. still in the TV show, he made the putties. Right, he's still working on the putties. <laughs> and eventually, he comes back making monsters. So anyway, the, the war bunny is uh, just a dude. He looks like a walrus, not a bunny. Mm-hmm. Anyway. He's duking it out with Trini, and Trini's like, whoa, isn't that my Mr. Lopsy? And she's talking to him like he's Mr. Lopsy, and he's like, no, I'm War Bunny. And so they call in the Power Rangers, and of course, Kimberly, Billy, and Zach, and Trini are all together. And go, Where's Jason? And we all know where Jason is, getting electrocuted. Well, which is a cool dynamic, because in the beginning of the book, they're having that conversation about whether or not time should be part of the team. And they say, hey, Jason, you're our leader. You need to make the decision. And he's like, me? I mean, why me? Like, and they keep what? Going. Yeah. It's like, dude, you're our leader. You have to do this. And he's like, uh, I'll have to think about it, whatever. And so it was cool to see those four rangers fight without him there to make decisions like, hey, maybe we all need to take equal share in decisions for this team. Um, but this is where it gets interesting. So the cliffhanger of this book is Jason standing at the foot of the uh trinity guy and he has um i think he's now having the memories loaded into him he's back he's passed out okay okay so that was that was where i was confused is at the end of it he is getting reminded of what he's we don't see bubbles that he's he's remembering things we just see him passed on the floor and there's a blue energy around him and conveniently the blue trinity member is standing over his body yeah um now, here's where I'm speculating is so we know how Mighty Morphin's a year in the future, and Jason, Trini, and Zach are all off doing a mission. What if that mission has something to do with what Trinity's here now to put him on? I assume that is the way it's going to be, but then it makes me wonder where Zach and Trini going to be founded by the other member. The other one, you know, there's only three Trinity members for this grid team. Right. And and that, that could be it. Maybe they need like avatars for them or something. That's why there's only oh three. Oh my gosh. So he's going to be possessing Jason. Right. Oh my gosh. Um, so with that, um, that's pretty cool. Cause that's why I said it's kind of like powers of X where we're dealing with different time periods, which it's, uh, that's why it's, yeah, I think it's really cool that Ryan Parrott is writing both books Yeah. because we get these eggs put in this book that helped flesh out the future book where we see that Tommy does get the Tiger Zord power 
and becomes the White Ranger. Um, I'm interested. You know, the weird thing is that in the TV, and I, I don't maybe shouldn't call Ben to the TV show, but I don't remember Jason being as much of the, I mean, he was the leader. Mm-hmm. I agree. But there wasn't so much pressure put on him. It's nice to see. Well, I think that's the point of this whole book is like beyond the layer of uh, (laughs) who these characters are at this gym club. We get a little deeper level of who they are. Um, The weird transition from, I know Jason and Trini talked about not being together, Mm -hmm. but it was a ridiculous, like, we're done. Yeah. They're they're not even going to mention it. I'm not going to be talking about it, which is fine. I get that. But there's a part of me that just goes... I don't think it would really have ended so abruptly where they're like, yeah, I, I, I liked her. I don't want to, I don't know. There but should that be a was part of, mental strength. That was part of the Shattered Grid storyline, and that got wiped. Oh, I suppose. So everything that's happened in both books from that Shattered Grid storyline, I mean, I think that's the point. It's like it's what could have been had their memory stayed intact. And so maybe they could still come back to each other with this necessary evil because it seems like, at least those three are going to be a little more omnipresent about everything that's happened in their past. I suppose. You're gonna, and you're going to have them be teaming up together again right? when they go off right. to help the Trinity or do whatever. So I'm going to give this a nine. I really enjoyed it. Um, there was a cool scene with Matt and Kimberly where you can tell Kimberly's still devoted to Jason. Tommy. Not Jason, Tommy. Um, and then Matt's still kind of like, he's come to terms with like, hey, you guys are Power Rangers. Like, I get it. I'm only here to support you as a friend. So, Nine. I'm going to give it an eight. It was good. I mean, I really did enjoy this book. The art was very strong. Uh, and I think Ryan Parrott writing both books does lend a hand to at least more consecutive of a story. Gives the right ideas of here's what to expect or here's the Easter eggs, which is fun. Um, I think I just wanted to see a little bit. Either I wanted to see a little bit more character development. That was the strong thing about Go Go is it was about the five. Um this one was really Jason oriented, which is great. I love Jason's mm-hmm. my favorite of the five, but I want to. I guess I do want to see the other four be able to function without him. And I realize they won't be able to for the fact that you can't make your Megazord if you don't have his, and you can't make your Power Blaster if you don't have the sword to finish it up. Yeah. So I mean, there's things that I realize this team is set to be. We can't necessarily function on our own, which is unfortunate. Mm-hmm. <coughs> so yeah, you guys ready? Ready, yep, ready for the next one, Marv. Gideon Falls, number 10? No. No, no it's, like it's like 13. 16. 16, yeah. It is 16, 100%. Because it was the weird. It was weird. Out September <laughs> something. Where the fuck I've been? Jeff Lemire, Andrea Sorrentino. The uh, issue we have here, uh, Danny reunites with his sister. We see a little back uh, story. Whoa, whoa, who's in the Danny? Past. I thought Morton. it was Norton Sinclair. His name's Danny. What? We see a little. Uh, I'm pretty sure he says his name is Norton Sinclair. Yeah, I call yes. him Norton. We see a little uh, past story about how uh, he fell first, out of a tree and broke his face. His dad knew about the Black Barn and about the Laughing Man, and he wanted to him to stay out of the woods uh, because he thought there was bad things in there. But his sister did not listen, and Danny followed because that's what Danny does. He he enjoys being around his sister and looks up to her, and they both climb the tree. But Danny. Out of the corner of his eye, he sees uh, the laughing man, and he uh, falls out of the tree. And More like he biffs it out of the tree. <laughs> fucking scrapes How his... How far up was he in that tree? He had to be 40 feet, is what I'm guessing. His lip barely catches the piece of that tree, just splits the lip. He's fine. Falls to the ground. Okay, we can get up. We can walk. 
I got some gripes. That kid's. Dead. I don't know if it was that tall. That They're kids, dead. so it seems taller. Maybe. He's exaggerating Maybe. his mind. Okay. Uh, when he hits the ground, he sees a black barn. And so his sister brings him back to the house for his dad, because his dad's a doctor, to get him uh, uh, stitched up. And when they go into his study, because uh, that's where his medical bag is, uh, Danny sees that uh, the black barn, all the stuff in there. And you can see him be like, what the fuck? That's what I just saw. Mm-hmm. And uh, his sister's kind of looking around. This is the first time they've ever been allowed in the study and see what their dad's working on. Uh, cut to the future where she's like, welcome back, Danny. You've been gone since you've been nine. He's like, no, I'm Norton Sinclair. Call me Norton. And uh, they go around a couple things, and uh, she brings him back to their house, their old house, yep. and uh, to the study and stuff like that. And uh, he, out of the corner of his eye, sees a laughing man in the mirror, smashes it, and the laughing man is in the fragments of the thing. But by the way, this is the most fucking scary one of, like yeah, for a while. that was creepy. Uh, not only that, but... And then at the end, they go see their dad, who... Uh, had a heart attack, right? Or he was in some sort of coma state. I don't remember what had Comatose. happened to him. I can't remember either. I think I'll it had something to do with... We've been, we've been doing all this traveling with the bishop and with uh, Father Fred that I've forgotten what had happened to the dad. Did he have a heart attack from when they went to the barn the first time? Did he get a mental attack done on it? I don't remember. Uh, let me look here while you... Uh, anyways, uh, when they go and see him... Oh, here we go. Says dad, anything, his face, heart attack, it says. Yep. Yeah. Mm. And now he's in a coma. Uh, and because Danny goes there, the laughing man finds his dad and says, I need to. Uh, he goes, Oh, you're home now. Welcome. You are with me now. And he says, I don't like this. I want to leave. Leave. Well, that's what I want to do too, doctor. I want to leave as well. I've been trying to get out of here for so long, but your son, your baby boy, has been very, very naughty. He wouldn't listen to me. He wouldn't let me use him. But then the answer came to me. You always believed, didn't you? You always believed in me. And the boy let me right to you. My new doorway, my new way out. And so then the dad wakes up and says, Clara, Daddy? Uh, Danny? And uh, he goes, yes, Daddy. Dad, he's home. He goes home. He goes home, and the eyes are all red like the laughing man. And he smiles too, right? With, oh. with his little, yeah, it's pearly whites. This, uh, when we talk about this book being a horror, but also suspenseful, some episodes or episodes issues are more suspenseful than others. More about the mystery, but this issue was mostly about that horror, rebuilding that, especially the laughing man, like reestablishing the laughing man as the main villain of the story, uh, and kind of setting forward. Where are we going to go from here? Now it's going to be like these three kind of. Uh, we'll still get the father still probably, but at least now I seems to be focusing on the family versus the laughing man. Hmm. It's been like a long family history of, of fighting against these forces. I did like this issue because it was that return to the horror. You know, we've been doing some time travel. We've been trying. And I think that actually did further the plot greatly because we know that Norton slash Danny and Father Frank, Fred, um, are from get both from Gideon Falls. I don't think they're from the same point no, in time. Timeline. They're in different times. So that's super exciting because uh, now Father Fred is in Norton Danny time, and like Danny's where he's supposed to be. So Danny, so, when he was nine, disappeared, and he appeared in the other timeline. And got raised in an orphanage. 
and now he's grown, and now he's back in his original timeline. Right. 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 Okay. So I'm super excited. I and think the, and the father's in that other timeline. Yep. Right. So which one's in the future? I mean, which one is more in the future than the other one? The one Danny was stuck in, or the one Danny? I think in the now? Danny was in first because it's a city. So I think. Oh, that's right. Because he says she goes, "No, this is Gideon Falls," and he's like, "No, it's a city." Yeah, you're right. So yeah. the city would be in the future. Right. So where the where the priest is now is the future. So that heap where, so Norton, they were at the Black Barn at the same period in time because that's exactly where the Black Barn was. And that's why he's been able to find remnants of the Black Barn in that spot because that's where the Black Barn was. I suppose. Um, Oh, that's so cool. Um, But yeah, the Laughing Man being back really pumps up this book. And I think we're hitting into full-on Horrorville like starting next issue. I'm excited to see. I think part of it, it's, it's one of those. So when I read a book, I get actually excited for the next issue, right? Even before I've started, I just want to see what the next cover looks like. I want to see what the next ideas we're moving to. I'm curious to know what Jeff and Sorrentino have in store for, is this going to be a 25 issue book? Is this going to be a ongoing until he gets tired of writing it? Is it, I think there's what's, a the, plan. What's, what's the end game to it? Not because I, I want to see the end. I just want to know. I think he's not going to tell you when he's done. So, but I think we still got a good year. Okay. That tree is not forty feet in the air. No, but he biffs it. But he when you look, his face on the tree. But I said, when you look at it from their angle, you're probably right. That's what I said he's because a kid. But I'm trying still- to figure out in the timeline um, that he's stuck in now, Danny. We're not I guess not stuck in, but returned to. What time is that? Because. In the well, we keep saying future that the father's stuck in now, but that looks like 2016 or mm-hmm. 2019, excuse me. It doesn't look like futuristic, super futuristic. It's stuff that we have because the doctor had a cell phone and it looks like any other smartphone that we have. But what kind of cars? Like what year do you think? 70s, Nin- maybe? Yeah, so it looks like a almost looks like Impala. Yeah. Like a cop car that's made so from a Chevy Impala in 1967. I've never noticed that Andrea, Andrea and Jeff are really good about a high end technology in this timeline because that's the only thing that is technology so you can't really like place what year this is supposed to be there's a lot of books that they look at there's no computers yeah. yet so and there's not even not like any is there a phone on the wall I'm trying to see here no and there's probably some clues if you went back in the previous issues you could find out more i mean they go to the hospital and he has an iv but that's been around forever yeah so there's a lot of big machines, not even like small computers. So like they're bigger ones. Mm-hmm. I'd give this issue a 10. I really enjoyed it. I think it was scary. I think it added to the mythology, the time travel. I just guess I want to know more about Norton Sinclair. I've realized Gideon Falls is not a book that I can read at night because I had read that last night. And I was like, eh, that was, not that it was scary. Not that it interrupted sleep at all. But uh, Laughing Man is a scary fuck. Yeah. Oh, he is for sure. I'm kind of terrified of the window right by Marvin's. Behind his head. Well, I see two red. See, no, the thing is, when I look out the window, there's two towers that have red dots. So there's like two eyes looking at me. Um, I'll give it a 10. It's good. I really enjoyed it. I'm scared. What did you say, Alex? How much did you give it? I'm going to give it a 10. It was very, very strong. Nice to get back in that horror realm. Be afraid of the dark. Fuck, you suck. Baba Duke. I didn't anyway. mean to do that. I didn't mean to do it. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> Play a scary sound. So, our actual last book of the week, 
is going to be Detective Comics 1009. That shit off. <laughs> by Peter J. Tomasi. Art by Christian Deuce mm-hmm. and Doug Mankey on the cover. It was Deuce? Deuce. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, I did like this issue. Um, I thought Bruce was acting weird. But I think it was realistic because he had two minutes of sleep and Alfred was waking him up. Um, it's his own fucking fault, though. It is. Alfred told me he had a morning meeting. So. That beginning of this issue was awesome, though. Like, you could tell Bruce was busy all night long. And by the end of that day, he had, like, blood all over him. And I like the added mythos that when he's done crime fighting for the night, he goes into the cave and there's, like, a water pressure shower that he takes to get all the blood and sh- grime and shit off his bat suit. That was pretty cool. I will, they is off the bat suit or just off the him? Cause I never actually see him shower again. I just watch him get sprayed down. Gets out of the He's suit. He's in a towel later, isn't he? Yeah, he He's is. In a towel. is he? Okay. But he was wearing the bat suit to get all that shit. Yeah. Off. But, but he was wearing the bat suit then. But and then he, he takes like two showers. Okay. Gets it off the suit, takes the suit off, and then he washes himself. He's got scrub, scrub, scrub. We saw Batman Dam. We know that song comes out. Of course. Of course. Um, Gosh, after those lacerations. Now, the part that I think that was kind of weird for Bruce's demeanor is in, he's in those boardroom meetings with Lucius Fox. He's kind of being bored. an asshole. I think bored. he's playing that up. He's supposed to be like that. Yeah. Because later true. when they get on the car, then he's fine. It was the weird thing when you watch him like in the TV shows, he, he's not necessarily always smart, though. Like right. Bruce is. Lucius knows he's Batman, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. Because, and also, like, his son works for him as Batwing. Right. Yeah. And. Technically, in this detective run, we haven't had a lot of Bruce Wayne actually being Bruce Wayne out in public. Mm. So, this is the first time. Nice. So, it is an interesting choice to kind of make him that more like I'd say, like, oh, uh, go ahead. No, sorry. Like Christopher Nolan's Batman trilogy, kind so, of Bruce when he's in meetings and yeah. stuff. Lucius talks about doing a new green initiative, and he's like, yep, that's what we're going to do. And he goes, hey, by the way, let's get all the execs in the same plane instead of all, us taking a, our own plane. Let's conserve energy or conserve uh, gas. And uh, they didn't like it, so they're all on the same plane. Um, <laughs> and um, Deadshot is one of the pilots. He wants to... I don't know what he's doing. What's he doing? He got hired to, to take do down... Who's he taking down? We don't know yet who okay. his target is. Oh, okay, he's kill, trying to kill somebody. Um, and then uh, the fucking... A lightning hits the plane. That's yeah. the part I was like, "What the fuck?" That was out of nowhere. Doesn't make a lot of logistical sense. But they did. But they did talk like about they're gonna they're gonna fly into a storm. Yeah, they yeah, did but, mention that it was gonna happen. But Blaine can hit a plane and be okay. Not this plane. <laughs> it's fucking bust <laughs> apart. That's what I was like. I was like, Lucius is their tech guy. He's got stronger planes. True. It's Batman. I mean, it's Bruce's plane. I just find it funny that they were about to get killed. And then that lightning had to hit at that moment. And then like three of them fucking flew out. And they're all like, oh, shit. And Bruce is buckling everybody in. And Lucius like, Bruce, get yourself in. And he's just buckling people in. <laughs> that was a cool scene, though, because like for him to be so strong to actually like get physically put people in their I, seats. Yeah, no, it's just, it's them up, up. it seemed absurd. Oh, it is absurd. The lightning part, yes, 100%. <laughs> like the whole sequence. But even, like, even him where he's like, hold on. And he's. You know, manly pulling himself and back then he, up. Then he's then they know, hit the stick. floor, and then he flies out, and then Deadshot flies out, and also those three guys. Uh, R.I.P. Um, hey, fuck! If Bruce wasn't uh, so selfish, trying to save the environment, those guys would be alive still. So true. Um, 
Deadshot, I did like his new look. I liked his scene. Yeah, his scene that he was in. Um, there was a scene in the beginning of the book, too, where he did a hit. Um, Looks more robotic now? Yeah, more robotic. Like a, I was trying to think when I was looking at him, it was like, in the Suicide Squad movie, did they make him look like that? Well, no. no, Will Smith didn't want to wear a mask. So. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Doesn't he wear the white mask one time? Yeah, yeah he wears it once. That one scene to introduce him. Yeah. And that's it. That he doesn't wear it anymore. Um, the thing that terrified me the most was that fucking snake on the last page. Well, the next issue looks like we're going to get a lot of snakes. That was a good, that was a good drawn snake. I'm excited was. to see. It is like the thing about this is, and we talked about it before the show started, on how it just seemed way different than anything else uh, prior. But actually, you know what? Now talking about it, actually, it is refreshing, especially since... We really don't, like you said, we haven't seen Bruce Wayne in a while, like the Bruce Wayne kind of thing. And most of this issue was him as Bruce Wayne, except for the beginning. And then now we're going to see them on an island, stuck with Deadshot. And I don't know what's going to happen. So uh, it's a nice little oh, fun. Oh, we're going to play the most dangerous game? Maybe. Well, um, we got to figure out who he wants to kill first. I'm just loving this version of Batman. Like, it's it's the blue costume, which I love. Like, I love the blue Batman costume. Um, like, his cowl's blue. Yeah. Um, I'm just saying. I know. I know. But I was like. And yeah, like the bat signal. It has a different yeah. design for the bat signal. It's just it's just a fresh take on Batman. And I'm really digging it. I like his friendly neighborhood Spider-Man written notes. Uh, I tried to rob some people. I will confess. Yeah. <laughs> I ruined a wedding. I will but confess. But can you imagine before he knocked those people out? is like, you're going to confess. Or. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure one guy he grabs. Uh, are you guys going to confess? Fuck you, Batman. Snap. <laughs> Are you going to confess? Yes. I guess. I got a question. Does Deadshot have any... Po- like, is he opposed to killing people that don't aren't the person he's hired to kill? Yeah, unless he gets paid more money. Like, why wouldn't he just take the plane down? He was flying it. Well, he doesn't want to die. I'm getting a parachute. He probably wants to get paid. I mean, he's probably like, hey, this is how you need to kill this person. Maybe he's got Usually when Deadshot kills somebody, too, he's supposed to only kill that target. Without people knowing what it's was his assassination. Because if he would have shot the person, then he would have flew out anyways. So he was expecting to jump anyways. Maybe, maybe this is the... the uh, Why was he wearing a parachute? Maybe, maybe someone for. in his party is the one that hired mm. it. I'm guessing this maybe is what he got paid for. Make it look messy. Maybe it's Bruce and you didn't remember. Yeah. Not enough sleep. Could you get two minutes of sleep in function? No. No. I couldn't even get to sleep in two minutes. And he already had said he had not slept for two days. So Yeah, two days and then two minutes... I mean, if you hadn't slept for two days, then you could fall asleep right away. Hey, what do you guys think of the? What did you think of Ace, little puppy Ace? That was, nice. that was cool. How he's got a dog. Is Ace from somewhere? Yeah, uh, it's his dog. <laughs> yeah, I know, but is but he's had he has he's had Titus. He's Titus. had Ace. Yeah. Ace is the dog in uh, Batman Beyond. That okay, dog. That's what I thought. Yeah. Um, also, I do love the humor between Alfred and Bruce. It's pretty hilarious. Uh, yeah. I thought that was pretty good. He's like, what did he say? I'm your butler. And uh, uh, I forgot what he said. There's a nice little in- exchange there of jokes okay. being like, I don't know what it was. Yeah. Um, doesn't, oh. doesn't Bruce say that he's going to kill Alfred? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then when he gets there, he goes, Ace. He goes, you ever think about being a butler? <laughs> <laughs> Which, first off, he's calling Alfred a dog. Yeah. The man saved him from uh, early in his life from going down a deep, dark spiral. And this is the way he treats him. <laughs> Of course. He's a, he's a jerk. I would give this a nine. It's an eight. 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 I did like it a lot. I, I mean, it was like a, it almost uh, goes on the fine line of being campy, but also being like Batman. Like the beginning is very Batman in today's world. 
But that whole airplane thing was like that would have been like Batman sixty six. Yeah, the fucking line is ah, fuck, just strap him in, baby. <clears throat> it was all right. <laughs> it was all right. I actually did. I mean, I did not enjoy reading it. I actually did like it a lot. But. Uh, and then the one page of the tie into the city, the year of the villain uh, is Nora Freeze is almost back to being reanimated. <laughs> nah, who cares? No, I don't care anything about that year of the villain shit. Is there I like th- a year of the villain event book coming out? I think so. The villain Leviathan. Ooh, buddy. We're talking some good shit. Yeah. What else did we get? That was it? That was it. That's the last thing. Detective Comics 1009. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gideon Falls number 16. Powers of X number 3. Go-Go Power Rangers number 22. 22. Powers of X number 2. You're right, Alex. Uh, and then Catwoman number 14. 14. Those are the comics we got this week and we read and we reviewed. So you get your comic books. You read them, and you'll know what you think about them. 605-215-1849. Send us a voicemail. Uh, up next, going to play a little game here. Uh, hold up a second. Here we go. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the big show. To my right, here we got him. His name is Alex. Hello, everybody. Alex? Uh, yeah. To my left, Garrett. Hey, everyone. I'm going to kill Alex. What? <laughs> okay, guys. Here we go. Let me tell you a little about this game. This is a game I, uh, you guys are going to play as a team. Fuck. It's called Do You Concur? Oh. And here's the way it works. Who broke Batman? I'm going to ask one of you guys a question. You're going to give me the answer. And then I'm going to ask the other person, Do You Concur? Mm. Is this the same as the Are You a Hundo? No, there's one thing (laughs) thing different about it. If you say you do not concur, (laughs) and the answer (laughs) is correct. No, because that was you could change. You could agree oh, okay. with him. Okay. But now you don't get a choice. Oh, oh so he tells me the answer. No, he's going to say the answer. Like I ask uh, Garrett a question. Yep. He gives me an answer. I ask Alex, "Do you concur?" He says, "I concur." We stick with an answer. You say, mm-hmm. "Do not concur," and then I'm going to see what the correct answer is. If he was correct, then you guys lose a point. Ooh. But if you get it right, then you get two points. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we'll see how we do at the end. So you can do two steps forward, one step back, and still be on right. top. Got it. <clears throat> That's the name of my autobiography. That's <laughs> <laughs> the dumbest thing you just said. <laughs> <laughs> back. We have That's 10 questions. So I need you to get at least online. six points to win this game. So we only need to get three questions right. Yeah, and not get the rest of them wrong. Oh, we, we still have to play all we, we still have to play all ten questions. You have to play all ten. Mm. If you remember once again, you can't go negative. Mm. So mm. here we go. Mm. Uh, let me mm. put some, let me put a little bit mm. here, guys. Mm. Nice little. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> just thinking of like Brooklyn Nine Nine. Cool, 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 cool. Herm, herm. This was Sonic. <laughs> Let's play. Do you concur? All right, Garrett, here we go. The mercenary anti-hero Lobo first appeared in what comic book? Teen Titans, Deadpool, Omega Men, or Adam Strange? The mercenary anti-hero Lobo first appeared in what comic book? 
Teen mm. Titans, Deadpool, Omega Men, or Adam Strange? I'm going to say Adam Strange. Adam Strange. Uh, Alex, do you concur? I do concur. So you're going to lock in with Adam Strange and... Incorrect. Uh, sorry, Negative bro. one off the start. Uh, what do you think it is, Alex? Teen Titans. No. Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> Omega Man. Really? Oh. Lobo, an interstellar mercenary bounty hunter, was created by Roger Slofer and Keith Giffen and first appeared in Omega Man number three. June and Omega Man had a series in the past. What artist is for you, Alex? <laughs> what artist penciled the first appearance of Beta Ray Bill? Was it John Byrne, Todd McFarlane, Bill Sawinick? Or Walt Simonson. Who penciled the first appearance of Better A Bill? Walt Simonson, Todd McFarlane, John Byrne, or Bill Sakiewicz? <laughs> what was the last one? Sakiewicz? I don't know how to say it. <laughs> Sinkiewicz? Uh, I was actually going to go with A. Whatever the first one was. Bill? Yeah, I was going to go with Bill. You're going to go with Bill? Uh, Garrett, do you concur? No. You do not concur. I do not. So here we go with uh, Bill. So if it's incorrect now, uh, then you will get two points because he did not. Concur. Okay. So if he if he agree if oh well that works fine then if I'm wrong. Let's okay, go. We got Bill. two points. It's uh, Walt Simonson. That was the last one. Battery Bill mm-hmm. first appeared in Thor three thirty seven. It was created mm-hmm. by writer artist Walt Simonson. Actually, my uh, old boss, the cop shop, gave me a reprint to that issue. Mm-hmm. Your old boss where? Caribou. Oh. What did you call it? Coffee shop. Mm-hmm. They said the cop shop. Well, I was shop. trying not to do any trademark in case we get sued. Did you call it the cop shop? Coffee shop. Coffee oh, shop. coffee shop. When I got arrested, old boss gave me a book. I'm going to cut the old bean. <laughs> what superhero, Garrett, mm-hmm. what superhero first appeared in the pages of Mad Magazine? The Tick? Blunt Man? I don't, I don't like this word, but I'm going to say it. Fart Man? Or Super Duper Man? Which superhero first appeared in the pages of Mad Magazine? The Tick? F-Man, Blunt Man, or Super Duper F-Man. Man? Fart Man. I don't like to say yeah. Fart. Fart Man. I'm going to say Super Duper Man. Super Duper Man. Alex, you concur? Hmm. I had two that had came to mind, and that was one I was thinking. Right now, you guys got one point. You got two points for the last one and my, negative one for the first one. Okay. So we're at one. You're at one. You said I need super, six. Super Duper Man. Oh, we need three to win. Six, I think. Yeah, but we oh. got to play all... He said mm-hmm. you need three questions mm-hmm. correct to win. Yeah, I'll agree. I, I concur. Super duper. Super duper man, Lampoon DC Superman. The plot followed Clark Bent, a lonely copy boy at the Daily Dirt newspaper who unsuccessfully tried to woo the narcissistic and indifferent Lois Payne. See, I only guessed that just because I know Mad Magazine has a deal with DC Comics and those other three didn't sell like any DC entities, so... There you go. So now you guys have three points. Three points. Three to go. Alex? Yes. What was the name of Silver Surfer's lover? Is it Sabil, Frankie Ray, Zenla, or Shala Ball? Sabil, Frankie Ray, Zenla, or Shala Ball? What's the name of Silver Surfer's lover? In, you know, they go on a date? They love each other. Who is it? You read a lot of Silver Surfer Black. Is, I've, I've read two issues. There? <clears throat> the only character I can think of is Frankie, 
that Human Torch Light, she got picked up to be Galactus's new herald. So I'm actually going to go with Frankie. Frankie Ray Garrett, do you concur? No. He does not concur. So if Frankie is the answer, that is negative one. You guys are at three points, three points. right? Frankie Ray. Incorrect. So that's two. Nice. Five. Five and points. Is it Zen Law? No, it's not. Is it Shial Bobble Bobble Ball? It is. Is D? Was the Empress of Zen Law and was the lover of Norn Rad before he became the Silver Surfer to protect their home world. There you go. So are we at four then? Five. Five, Five. points. Nice. Need one more. Hmm. And then we still got to finish the rest of the game. Yep, and then you got to finish without getting anything wrong. Okay. Garrett, Mm -hmm. what archaeologist was teleported to the planet Ran through a Zeta beam? Was it Hawkman, Warlock, Adam Strange, or (laughs) Star-Lord? This is actually pretty funny. I'm going to say Adam Strange. You're going to say Adam Strange. Do you concur? You seem so strong with it. I will concur. He is going to concur. You got five points. This is to get to seven. Yes. Okay, because, you know, Krypton just got canceled. Yeah. The season finale was Adam Strange landing on... <laughs> and I read it. I was like, Ran. oh, it's yeah. on Ran. I was like, oh, okay. Well, that's cool. <laughs> there you nice. go. Worked was, out. Right <clears throat> seven. Who knew useless knowledge was not useless? There you go, Alex. Yep. Who was not a founding member of the New Mutants? Speaking of New Mutants, we talked about that earlier in the show. Who is not a founding member? Karma, Sunspot, Cannonball, or Magma? Who is not? You guys are at seven. Missing this will bring you to six. But we still have Karma. Who four is questions that read. Karma, Magma, Cannonball, and who? Sunspot. Sunspot, Cannonball, Magma, or Karma? Who was not a founding member of the New Mutants? I'm going to go with Sunspot. Sunspot, he says. Do you concur, Garrett? No. He does not concur. So if Sunspot is correct, you will lose a point and go to six. But if he is right, I mean, excuse me, if it's not right, then you'll get two points and you will go to nine. Hmm. Sunspot. There you go. Magma. Magma. Nice. A mutant with the ability to generate lava. Liquid debuted hop. in Magma. Mutants number eight, but was not a founding member. Garrett. Mm-hmm. Hyperion, Nighthawk, and the Wizard are all members of what superhero team? Justice Society, Squadron Supreme, Omega Men, or Inhumans? Squadron Supreme. Do you I concur? concur. 11. Just kidding. I'll put the dab. <laughs> what are we at? Wait, what level is that now? Uh, you have three questions left. So, I think so we already won. Yeah. But we'll still play them anyway. Yeah, why not? <clears throat> you want to play them? Yeah. We don't have to. We can. We already won, so it doesn't matter. What superhero team can join together using the technology of a mother box to summon the powerful hero known as Infinity Man? So the Dark Stars, Infinity Inc., the Forever People, or Secret Six? Alex? Forever People. I don't, I don't think it's I don't Secret know. Six. Let's just guess at this point together. Okay, what do you think? Forever people. I like it. Forever people. Nice. We're up to 13. (laughs) What superhero is Big Barda married to? Is it Dr. Fate? Mr. Miracle. Mm -hmm. What superhero was a star quarterback at Gotham University? Is it Booster Gold, Batman, Nightwing, or Blue Beetle? 
Blue or Booster Gold? It wasn't Booster Gold because he was always lame. <laughs> Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle. Was it Booster Gold? Really? Booster yeah. Gold. In the 25th century, Gotham University, uh, he was a quarterback until his father reentered his life and convinced him to deliberately lose games for gambling purposes. He was exposed, disgraced, and expelled. Later, he was able to secure a job as a night watchman at the Metropolis Space Museum using Rip Hunter's time sphere to travel to the 20th century and become Booster Gold. There you go. Uh, We're at 14. <laughs> you won, dude. I know, but... There you go. Hey, I didn't kill you. You're welcome. You're the one who carried the team, though. There you go. That is, do you concur? They uh, were a good team. They worked it out. They got 14 points overall out of a uh, needed six. That's over double, baby. Mm-hmm. You know? Could have gotten 20. I think this show's fucking failing. <laughs> I'm going to be out the air. You know, they come to me and ask me for ratings, and uh, this is the shit that happens. You guys win first one. You know what? That's actually big ratings. People like these same people win. Hey, you know what's going on when I win a game? <laughs> I mean, you both won. I, we both won. You Finally. both won a game, and uh, I'll tell you what your prize is. Hey, Johnny. You got that prize? He's going to kill a... Uh, um, uh, deer out back and just give you guys that. Is that a cool? Mm. Actually, that's not bad. I'd handle that. Hey, I, if I can get a mule deer in 10 minutes. Excuse me? So if I can get a mule deer. What's a mule deer? Deer. There's two different types it's of like deer. It's like rolling Johnny. That's 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 a cow in a deer costume, right? We, we didn't find a fucking deer. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's a big deer. <laughs> big deer costume. I mean, it's, uh, it's a deer. Ignore that half of it is coming out the bottom. <laughs> Ignore that. But uh, Wednesday Comics, 605-215-1849. That's the phone number. Let us know. Otherwise, anchor.fm, anchor the app. You can also send us a voicemail that way. Uh, it's actually probably the more preferred way at this point because I'll get a notification right away. The Google Voice thing always fucks up. I'm <laughs> uh, that secretary go. Probably uh, soon we could just do it through Anchor. Um, subscribe to the show. Uh, Stitcher Radio, Apple Podcast, and Anchor. Uh, you know what? Spotify sent me an email. You know what they said? They We're said not doing they anymore. said congratulations on uh, today is launch week. Oh, and actually, let me check something here. They said today's launch week. Congratulations! And um, I looked at it. Looked up. Still no new episodes. So I don't know why they sent me an episode saying, "Hey, this is the week, baby." <laughs> I think they got a. Uh, Fucking chimps running the machine back there hmm. at Spotify. <clears throat> but I don't know what the fuck's going on over there. Um, we got a book club, guys. Wednesday Comics League of Extraordinary Gentle People proudly presents Captain America Winter Soldier, written by Ed Brubaker, art by Michael Lark. And right I moved it over here. And I can't remember who the other team Because you're an idiot. I am an idiot. Let me read it one more time. Brubaker, il- illustrated by Steve Epting, Mike Perkins, Michael Lark, and John Paul Leon. This is the collection. This is, correction, Captain America Winter Soldier Ultimate Collection. You got 1 through 9 and 11 through 14, because number 10 tied into House of M. Yeah, there you go. Captain America Winter Soldier Ultimate Collection. You know, Roots of the Swamp Thing.com, your definitive source for all things Swamp Thing. Visit him at Roots of Swamp Thing.com, Facebook.com slash Roots of the Swamp Thing. Or on Twitter at DC World Swampy. Speaking of Twitter, and was it comics? That's where you find us at Alex Pastrello at Grot twenty one eighty eight at Marvin underscore Sal Guero. That's S A L G U 
E-R-O. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Wednesday Comics Podcast. Uh, like the page and share the page. Um, YouTube, you can find us on YouTube. Search for Wednesday Comics. You can see the uh, gauntlet. Uh, you know, boys, we still gotta we still gotta do the little um, tour of your guys' collection. Mm-hmm. Not Alex, though. He said, can I keep it under lock and hey, key? Yep. I got like four boxes left to put comics in, and then I'm set. I think tomorrow night I'm actually going to board and bag, so. Supercon 2019. That's the Wrath of the Con coming up here. When is it? So September 20... 27, 29. Yep. Go Supercon on the com and get your tickets. Uh, we'll be there. A uh, little incognito this year, but you'll find us. We're going to be more... Uh, doing some interviews, putting a nice show together for you. Uh, that way you all can hear it. Not just uh, have to be there, but um, we'll be around, baby. Especially that Saturday. I'll, I'll get you to do that Saturday. Those days, not really. I can't get you to do those days. Saturday, I'll get you. Mm-hmm. Bring my kid there. Oh, actually, no. Kid day is on Sunday, Sunday. right? Yeah, it's on Sunday. Well, I'll be, maybe both days, mm-hmm. but we'll be around, baby. We'll be around. Supercon, Wrath of the Con. Who knows? Last time I, I killed the floor with that dancing. Saturday night, so. Yeah, you and the other four people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Just kidding. There's a lot of people. There's a crap ton of people. You guys didn't see my fucking moves. I'll tell you that much. For Wednesday Comics, I've been Marvin. I'm Alex. I'm Garrett. Hey, everyone. Keep turning those pages. <laughs> <laughs>